Um, identifying and overcoming self-defeatist mindsets entails coming to terms with the idea that success requires putting in effort. Greetings, leaders, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Leadership Is Podcast. I am your host, Jason Muhammad, founder of JM Leadership Development. Today's episode, season two, episode nine, we're talking about identify self-defeatist mindset and really how it relates to leadership. Let's talk about it. Hey, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Leadership Is Podcast, Identify Self-Defeatist Mindsets. I have a new book, The Next Leader, Two Invaluable Principles for Developing Next Generation Leaders, which is scheduled to be released in 2022, maybe um, early, uh, maybe late spring, early fall. Um, so, but however, this one is coming, this episode of Leadership Is Podcast is really coming from uh, chapter two of that book, Identify Self-Defeatist Mindsets. Most times the greatest hurdle that prevents us from achieving big wins in life and love is the feeling of self-defeat. At some point in our lives, we've all been impacted by feelings of self-defeat and how we face self-defeat plays a vital role in determining if we overcome it or not. Having a self-defeatist mindset comes with negative consequences and if not addressed, individuals with perceived feelings of inadequacies find themselves trapped in a self-defeating loop that can result to further withdrawal. Self-defeating behavioral traits are found in individuals who purposely make decisions that will lead to failure. One question to consider is, how does this show up in your leadership decisions? Some good examples of self-defeating traits include perfectionism, a need to achieve, constant need for approval, perception, frequent complaints, limiting beliefs, negative thoughts and dwelling on the past and making excuses. To tackle a self-defeatist mindset, it is important that individuals recognize their origin and identify their own particular self-defeating behavior. Remember, all things are found in your behavior. Behavior is at the root of habits, right? And I've written this in one of my other books, uh, 10 Principles of Success for the First Time Manager, of the word habit, H-A-B-I-T, which really is an acronym that I use that stands for how all behavior is transmitted. I recently reread Mel Robbins' book, The Five uh, the five second rule. And in that she talked about things such as worry, right? Or procrastination. She says, we don't procrastinate. We don't worry. We have a habit of worrying. We have a habit of procrastinating. And so a habit, once again, is how all behavior is transmitted. It's found in our behavior, but then we have to really go back and do the research and find out why uh, we have these habits. So once again, uh, you know, for us to tackle the self-defeated mindset, it's important that individuals recognize their origin and identify their own particular self-defeating behavior or even habits. 
By doing this, it becomes easy for people to change their negative patterns and understand how these behaviors are impacting their lives, their leadership, and, right? And so and before uh, embarking on the path to restoration, uh, you know, you have to find out, you know, the origin of this uh, of these behaviors. Now, this process is certainly not an easy one. And having access to professional counseling makes it more achievable. Um, however, furthermore, people tend to re realize the consequences of having a self-defeatist mindset after understanding the root causes and began to replace that trait with a healthy belief system. Now, I'm not one to sit here and act as if I am a counselor and, you know, this, but I have done a lot of research and I've spoken to both uh, people who've had self-defeated mindset. I mean, hell, I've had self-defeated mindset at one point in my life as well, right? And then I've spoken to people who have overcome self-defeated mindset and have compiled, you know, the knowledge that I gained from their successes and failures and put it into this chapter, right? Into this book. And so therefore I'm sharing this on this podcast. Um, identifying and overcoming self-defeatist mindsets entails coming to terms with the idea that success requires putting in effort. <laughs> that complaining is a dead-end street, and when you complain, you explain your pain for no gain. It means understanding that successful careers take years to build and identifying these defeatist behavioral traits requires you to find your passion and commit fully yourself to its pursuit in an organized, thoughtful manner. When I do my talks and trainings, I always talk about Victor and Timothy, two twin boys who decided to start a cult called the Two Diffy Cult. And Victor, being the oldest one, went to his younger brother, Tim, and said, listen, we'd like to start a cult, or I'd like to start a cult. And Tim was like, well, what kind of cult? He said, well, it's the name of it will be the Two Diffy cult. And he said, um, well, Timothy again saying, well, what did they have to do to be a member of this cult? He said, they only have to do three things to be a member of this cult. Complain, blame others, and do nothing. Now, Timothy was like, wait, that's all they have to do is complain, blame others and do nothing. Victor was like, yep, that's all they have to do to be a member of the two Diffie cult. And so he said, well, um, how, what are the names of the members going to be? Victor said they're going to be named after us. Timothy said they're going to be named Victor Timothy. Victor said, no, I'm going to shorten my name to Vic. You're going to shorten your name to Tim. And anyone who would join the too difficult by complaining, blaming others and doing nothing will be forever known as a victim. 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 Having negative behavior traits is a thing of the mind. And for you to identify these behaviors, the mindset is the perfect place to start from. You... Uh, need to be aware that you can push past self-defeating beliefs, embrace fresh opportunities with confidence and succeed in getting what you want out of yourself and others.
the awareness precedes your uh, precedes. Pardon me. Uh, the awareness precedes your ability to succeed and pave the way for you to identify self-defeatist mindsets. Some of which we would discuss about, uh, you know, in other episodes of Leadership Is podcast. So, but I want you to really get this idea right that. <laughs> Self-defeatist mindset is really something that you can overcome. You can overcome, right? So if you find yourself blaming others for your failures, then you are just holding yourself back and contributing to a negative mindset that can do even more damage. Remember, that's one of the three things that to be a member of the too difficult and become a victim is to complain, blame others, and do nothing. So to stop playing the blame game, you should realize that you may be at fault. We all make bad decisions from time to time. And we aren't all the best at everything we try. If you didn't get the promotion or the job you wanted, you might not be qualified. That's not a reason to blame someone else. Or maybe you made a bad spending decision while that's likely on you. It's also a moment to reflect on your decision and make a positive change in the future. Learn from your mistakes. Like I said, mistakes will be made. And it doesn't mean that it's entirely negative. Instead, you should learn from what happened so that you can improve for the future. By learning from your mistakes, you are turning what may have been a bad decision until a good future decision. Plus, the bottom line with blaming others for your problems is that it is a waste of your time. This is your life, your time, and your opportunity to reach your dream life. If you put your energy into battering yourself rather than blaming others, you will likely be able to make changes for the better. Stop making excuses. Making excuses is a mindset that can definitely rob you of your dream life and your time. This bad habit can hold you back from your dreams, success, retirement, and more. To put it simply, excuses prevent you from living the life you want. You're giving up before you even get started. We make excuses for all sorts of things, like why I can't get the job I want. Why debt can't be paid off, you know, why I need a brand new car and so on. No, I'm not saying that life isn't difficult because it, it truly is. I mean, it can be, you know, what we're saying here is that self-defeatist mindset and some of the, the tips of overcoming it. We're not saying that it's easy, but we are saying that it's simple. Right. And so. Um, we're all guilty of making excuses, and, and I know that people will continue to make them until they realize that excuses are just that, an excuse. Just think about the last time you said, that won't work for me because such and such and so and so. So right now, I want you to stop feeling bad for yourself. Stop making excuses for why someone has a better life than you. Stop making excuses for why you can't reach your dreams because you can reach your dreams. But it's going to take hard work, sacrifice, 
dedication, commitment, and passion and vision in order for us to achieve the things that we want to achieve in our life. But I'm here to tell you, go for it. Go for it. If you want to lose, you know, like me, I want to lose this extra weight and or desire to own your own house, then you need, we, we need to stop making excuses and set our mind towards goals to accomplish this. So to achieve your dreams and targets in life, you need the right mindset. Although you might encounter setbacks and difficulties, but using the problems faced along the way as an excuse to quit will definitely hinder you from your goal. So you got to look at negative, uh, you have to look at negative, you know, thoughts, negative thought patterns, right? Winners never quit and quitters never win. So stop looking for an excuse to quit. Instead, find a reason to keep going. Fortune favors the brave and everything you've ever dreamt of is on the other side of fear and negative mindset. Negative self-thoughts you know, are one of those things that really, and there's a pattern to negative self-thoughts. On average, people have between 20 to 60,000 thoughts per day. Between 20 to 60,000 thoughts per day. And out of those 20 to 60,000 thoughts per day, 80% of them are negative. And guess what? 95% of them are repetitive. So I want you to think about these negative thought patterns that we have on a daily, daily basis, because there's a there truly is a pattern of thoughts. And once you can find the pattern, right, then you can disrupt that pattern. I want you to stop, you know, just thinking about negative uh, things for a moment. And I want you to kind of grasp the mindset of things to be thankful for. Like, do you have a roof over your head? Do you have food on your table? Do you have good health, mind and body? Right? Even if you're listening to this and you're homeless, right? You still are alive. You have an opportunity to not be in the condition and or situation that you're in right now. Do you have someone that cares about you? Even if it's just you, do you care about you? Maybe you made someone smile today. These are all positive things in your life, but sometimes we find ourselves only able to see the negative, often failing to see the good things life has to offer. That's part of overcoming the self-defeated mindset is learning how to see the good over the bad. Once you learn how to see the good over the bad and start that process, right? That helps to overcome the self-defeating mindset. Stopping negative thoughts and creating a habitually positive internal dialogue can reduce stress and empower you. Change your inner dialogue by talking to yourself as if you are talking to someone you deeply believe in and want to inspire. And you should do the same thing as it relates to your leadership as well. See, this is a leadership podcast. And this whole self-defeated mindset is found or is seen behaviorally 
in all aspects of life, whether one is a leader or one is a follower, whether you're in a business or personal relationship, self-defeated mindset can eventually manifest itself. But one of the ways to stop it or control the behavior is to start thinking good, right? When you find yourself, and I read this in Mel Robbins' book, The Five uh, Second Rule, as it relates to anxiety, she said, when you find that anxiety coming on, she said, find a good thought, an anchor thought, and anchor that thought, right, that good thought, when you find yourself getting ready to go into this anxiety, right, or fear and all of that, she says, you know, find that good thought and anchor that thought. Hold on to that thought so that the anxiety passes. One of the things that she was saying in her book is how um, we have what are called panic attacks. It's easy to identify a panic attack if a car is coming past us and almost hits us but it misses us, right? So during the process of it coming and looking like it's going to hit us and then miss us, our minds can go into a panic mode. But then once our minds can see that we're no longer in that danger and that danger has passed, our minds can kind of relate uh, or our minds can say, well, we don't have to panic anymore because the danger is over. But if you cannot perceive where the danger is coming from and it's just found in your head, then you have to find a way to find a good thought, an anchor thought to stop yourself from that panic. Because if your mind cannot conceive that the danger is over, you're going to continue to go into this panic attack straight into anxiety. So finding an anchor thought of good, of something of happiness, something of smiling, right? Something that makes you smile. Hold on to that thought as you're finding yourself going into this panic attack until the panic is over, right? So the next time you start like thinking that you can't survive without something, be truthful with yourself about whether or not it is actually true. The next time you find yourself in a panic attack situation, you know, and once you get past it, kind of think about what was it and was it something actually real or perceived in your mind? Hey, listen, uh, thank you so much for enjoying the episode of Leadership Is Podcast. Next week, we will have some more guests and uh, we will um, explore, you know, the beauty and the intelligence of those guests. And we're going to learn more and more and more. Thank you for being a part of Leadership Is Podcast. Are you promoting the right people into leadership positions? How do you know? How do you measure the outcomes and are they the outcomes you're looking for? Please visit www.jmleadershipdevelopment.com. Again, www.jmleadershipdevelopment.com and request a half hour conversation to assess if we can address your leadership development needs. Oh, and by the way, always remember that leadership is influence and service.
Hey, here at JM Leadership Development, our primary goal is to assist your company with identifying and developing your leadership bench. If you would like to have a conversation about us doing a presentation or keynote at your next event, or about your leadership bench, including helping you develop one, please do not hesitate to reach out to us via email at info at jmleadershipdevelopment.com or give us a call 828-333-7234 and we will respond promptly. In the meantime, please subscribe and give us a good review for this podcast on many podcast platforms, including Apple, Google, Spotify, and more under the name Jason A. Muhammad slash leadership is. You also may follow us on social media. Twitter is at LeadershipJM. Facebook and Instagram is JM Leadership Development. And always remember, leadership is influence and service.